Hi. Happy King Day. Wow, can you believe it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it well, is what? Monday, January 17th, 2022. And welcome to another episode of Banter with Jabisa and Tracy or Banter with Tracy and Jabisa. It's MLK Day. It's MLK Day. Okay, okay. I'm gonna and thank you. Go ahead. Well, I said, and thank you so much for, for tuning in. We thought this would be a good day to record. <laughs> That's because we're both off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just messing up my dedication to the cause. Okay. <laughs> and I hope that you are off too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I did nothing. Um, my goal, honestly, today was to play um, a couple of King's speeches at home um, so that we could listen to it as we were kind of bouncing around the house. But my husband and I have been out and about and my girls have been out and about. So we have not done that. But um, <laughs> if you have not done so, um, King has done some tremendous speeches. Uh, everybody refers to the I have a dream and they like they love to yes. talk about the little white they, girl, little oh white yes girl, and the dream. content of the character and all that stuff yeah. but um if you Which is, to, but that's all that that's all they can remember I think that's like a catchphrase but but Tracy actually if you listen to all that be, before he gets to that point it's really an incredible speech um mm-hmm. you know we I we said this last year and I'll, I'll say this again and, and probably every year um and it doesn't have to be limited to his his MLK Day, but the the an incredible speech writer because mm-hmm. um, he now he didn't write all of his own speeches, but clearly his hand is in that pot. Um, yes, um, and just an, an impressive speaker. So if you haven't listened to his speeches, and I think um, take the moment; it's there. You know, the internet is is wonderful in many ways. So please take a moment and listen to one of his speeches. But some interesting facts, if you did not know this about MLK, although I had heard this, Tracy, more than one time. It's been a while since I heard it. But did uh-huh. you know that he was actually named Michael? Um, no, I did not know that. He was he him he was named Michael, and I want to say his father. Okay, don't quote me on the father part. But he was named Michael. They changed his name to Martin. Um, he is the middle child. Mm-hmm. It, was three of, it was three of them. It's him, his sister, Christine. Older sister and younger brother. And then his younger brother was named A.D. I should know what the mm-hmm. A.D. stands for. Alfred Daniel. Mm-hmm. So his younger brother's name is Alfred Daniel. Um, both him and his brother went to Morehouse um, College. They're graduates of Morehouse. And um, his sister, Christine, went to Spelman. She was a graduate of Spelman University and then ended up working at Spelman um, a little bit later on. She's an educator. And so she worked at Spelman as well. Um, Fun fact, he won a Grammy Award for Spoken Word. Did you know that? I Nope, I did not know that. And he um, has also written six books. Now, I, I knew that he um, was a writer, too. He I, had to be. Well, I didn't think he had written six books, though. No, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know. How, yeah. I didn't know the quantity. Yeah. and But that does not surprise me. And, and um. We were talking, I, I tell you, I tell it, I say it all the time. I learned so many great things from picture books. I learned a lot <laughs> from picture books. And yeah, laugh, laugh if you want. No, I'm saying that's good. I am 
have. I said, that's good. I was thinking I need to do that myself. You, but this is the thing that people don't realize about picture books, particularly when you're talking about biographies and factual information. You get it in plain English. Mm-hmm. It is yes. factual, so you don't have to. Where you and, and you can understand it. You can understand it, mm-hmm. and then what happens is it often leads because you know some of the stuff I've of course gained from the picture book, but I did some additional research. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, of course, he grew up in Alabama, not Alabama, in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love, and I think we talked about this last year, Tracy, to find the two little boys that used to play with him. And <laughs> they decided that they they that they could, yeah. Hero, mm-hmm. And they're no longer friends. I mean, they're probably still talking. About, is that is that Mark we played with? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, they knew. I know they fall. You, you can't tell me that they didn't know what was going on. Well, I well, you know what? I like to think that they didn't, Tracy. But- I think they. I know they knew. I think they were full aware of how successful he was and how you know important he became as a human being yep well i would like to think so tracy but i i don't know but anyway so those are some some um interesting facts about martin Luther king jr um i will give a big credit to coretta scott i don't think people give her enough credit um she was a faithful wife and mother um, mm-hmm. in, in, and I would imagine incredibly stressful times, yes. um, bomb threats, um, all kinds of things, you know, you're t- trying to take care of your, your family and you've got all this craziness going on. Right. And you know what? She stayed, you know, that's a good woman. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is a good one, but he knew that. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he knew he had, he had a good wife. So I'm mm-hmm. not, yeah. yeah. He knew, he, knew and, he had a gym and really if it wasn't, you know, like I, I share with the children, I like to think that things would have changed, but it was a hundred years before change started, things started changing. So I don't know right. if, you know, if yeah. you around how much longer it would have how been much? before. Yep. Before yep. things really changed. So we, we're in t- really grateful for him. Grateful for him. And Trace, I think yeah. you pointed it out last time. We're, we're really a young country. Mm-hmm. We're a young country, you know, in, in mm-hmm. terms of age, you know, we're, what, 250 maybe? Mm-hmm. yeah so we're a young country we still got a lot of growing pains but that that's another that's a whole nother chapter of our history that we can have a long discussion with we're, 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 but we're not going to do that we're not going to mm-hmm. do that today enjoy your day off um listen to read his speeches listen to his speeches learn some information about him and then think how can you make our world just a little bit better? a little bit better that's exactly right what can we do as individuals like what can you do in your part of where in your community what can you do doesn't have to be anything on a big grand scale yeah yeah but what can you do what effect can you make and you know um didn't you say earlier say it doesn't take you know you don't have to it doesn't or martin luther king said that it everybody it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to be educated or or um you know have a bunch of resources you can make a difference just doing what you just as you are oh yeah. i didn't say that well at all yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. it, yeah it, you don't have to move a mountain you can a pebble you can move a pebble yeah pebble can make a difference mm-hmm. and so speaking of making differences that rolls right into our talk about the voting bills so i'll be honest tracy i spent about an hour trying to sort through the various voting bills that they have uh-huh. <laughs> so, now i sorted through i don't know which one they voting on and which ones are dead anymore i'm, I'm quite confused 
Well, uh, but there are there have been three voting bills that have been put before our our various um, congressmen and women, and so there was the the most recent bill is the Freedom to Vote Act, um, which, according to my daughter, is the weaker of the bills. Um, the first one that came out was the HR one, and we talked about this um, last year, Tracy. Uh huh. We and did. The HR one is, as my daughter told me, it is robust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got some teeth. It's got some teeth. It's got some meat. Um, and then the John, the so H, and then there's an HR four, four which was the John Lewis Voting Right Act advancement. Now, um, between the three, like I said, the the two the two major ones that would have a really great impact on our um, our government and our um, citizens is the HR one, the For the People Act, and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act for advancement. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand what is, the, well, no, let me take that back. I take that back. I do understand. Yes, you do. The opposition of the mm-hmm. idea of having everybody having the right to vote. I right. totally get it. You don't I want everybody yep. to vote. You nope. You don't want everybody to vote. That's why they suppressed the black vote for so many years and right. the Asian vote and the Native American vote and the female vote because if you have people voting, they're going to vote for their interests and their interests may not be your interests and you, you're going to lose out. So right. that's why they don't want people to vote. And when I say they, I am going to go ahead and say it. I believe it is primarily white males. It is. It absolutely um, primarily nothing. There's no no need to sugarcoat that because that's a fact. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That um, And then I'm always baffled, particularly white females who are in opposition. Every white female congresswoman should have been on this bandwagon, whether you're a Republican or Democrat. Um, mm-hmm. with the idea of, for the People Act address... Um, the idea of having a day of voting where everybody is off, which mm-hmm. we should have, um, encouraging voting at an early age at 16, I think it said 17, trying to get the information out, making sure everybody is registered to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, this also addressed fi- um, campaign finances. And we've talked about this a little bit, Tracy and I. If Tracy and I wanted to run for office, we couldn't afford it. Right. It just costs too much money to run mm-hmm. for office. So the campaign finances tries to cr- try to address that. And imagine there's a lot of really great people out here who would be wonderful um, right. representatives. Public the servants. Community. They would. They right. would Public be. Service. But they couldn't. They couldn't afford it. And that's and that's because that's how you see so many. Um, it makes sense now, you know, knowing that because so many. Um, wealthy people do it like the one guy that was running for president i about that i didn't like him um i can't think of his name now but he was in the, he was in oh, initially yeah what yeah. was you from his name he I was can, i feel just as clear he as was that. a millionaire or yeah. he had a lot of money and you know these people because they can afford to like put up the seed money right they've, they've got their own funds that they can you know get them they can get, get themselves going and then you know tap into the the donations and what have you but they can get themselves on the map. So a lot of wealthy people do run for public off public office. And and, and because so, they can afford to do so. Exactly. So that that eliminates a, a, a large group of people and a large group of people who who are not represented in the in the um in government because they can't, you know, mm-hmm. but they they're the ones who live in these areas. They're the ones who are familiar with the problems. They're the ones who can really 
go there and, and, and suggest some solutions or work with people to kind of find, and they're not even considered, they can't even run, you know, so mm -hmm. they can't come, you know, nothing. I, I am by nature a collaborator. You know, I don't like to work individually. The idea of sitting here and just doing this by myself would be horrifying. But, you know, of course I work with Tracy. So, yeah, it's fabulous. <laughs> but, um, but it's good to have, it's good to have those perspectives. You know, Tracy and I are, are, are like in many, in many of our views and we are totally opposites in many of our views. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think our, our listeners it's good. are out. It's good, yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. They figure that out. Um, but so just real quick, once again, so we have the Freedom to Vote Act, which is um, which was introduced by a, dem a moderate Democrat. Um, what it does not do is it does not change any. So if you remember, a lot of states went and they have changed the um, various voting laws to make it more difficult to vote. Mm -hmm. um, that Freedom to Vote Act will do nothing to those laws. Those laws will still go into effect. For the People Act, um, will um, provide more opportunities for people to vote, um, the holiday, the, the um, campaign finance, and it will require presidents and vice presidents to show their taxes, which we know Trump never did. Um, right. A lot of this stuff too, I think, are they put in there because of him. A lot, they did. They really did try and address that. But the John Lewis Voting Rights Act for Advancement is the, is the one legislation that would have halted the um, the many uh, voter suppression acts that states have put into place. Um, we're we are a United States. There there are things that each state can do individually, and I and I'm you know of course Nevada is not South Carolina, South Carolina is not New York. Mm -hmm. There's some things that should be universal across the United States, and voting should be one of those things. It makes sense, and I don't even it makes perfect sense. I don't even see what the opposition is it 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 just makes sense it just makes sense and and you're absolutely right tracy it simply makes sense and why people are why does each state have to reinvent the wheel and make the wheel a little bit different i don't understand mm -hmm. well we could just uniform this this one process across the board mm -hmm. and so everybody so when i move to california i don't have to learn what california does or if i move to washington right. i don't have to know what washington does because it, it's just across the board we vote, right. we vote for the president of the United States. And so mm -hmm. our voting process should be um, equal across all states whatsoever. So mm -hmm. there's a couple of things that we have to do, folks. We have to vote despite whatever inconveniences it may, it may, um, they may place before us. And that's what they're really trying to do is just. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Try to, try to chicken you out. Yep. Um, or make it because. Nowadays, Americans are, we are, um, in my opinion, you know, we are looking for the easy way out. If, if, if there's any slight inconvenience, we're done. We don't want to do it. Right. So, it, and we are just used to having things quick and instant. And, you know, that's another, uh, another thing too, that, you know, with all of the, um, um, what do you call those modern conveniences <laughs> that internet, <laughs> the modern technology, that kind of thing, you know, because right. before you have to write out letters long and you couldn't send a text. You know, if I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be on the phone and she wasn't there, I had to wait for Jamisa to get home and I couldn't leave her like 10 messages of everything I wanted to say and then have that be that. But I'm sorry, I've gone on a tangent, but yeah, we, we need to do that. 
We need to vote. We need to take the time because the uh, the right to vote was fought for by a lot of people. A lot of people literally gave their lives and, and for us to have a stability. And to me, it's just disrespectful not to exercise that right. You're, you're absolutely right, Tracy. I think people don't understand. It's it's they gave their lives. They they were in prison. Um, you know things that we just kind of take for granted. And, you know, and I have to, I work with a group of, I work with young kids and I have to kind of remind them um, that this wasn't always what it is now. Um, and that it wasn't that long ago when these things happened, but it's, you know, it's hard to get kids to understand that, but it's true. It doesn't mm-hmm. take away from the fact that it's, that it's true. It's very true that this, these things went on um, not that long ago. So, so we have to vote. We have to vote. I would say, I would say, you know, they tell us to, to write your your um, your representatives. My representatives are both Republic. I, I feel like yeah. I'm just talking to the our senators are yes, no, but still, I tweeted them and emailed them today. So yes, it's you can do it. Okay, then well, I will. I will. I me and and um yep, and I it have is. had um some correspondence in the past. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we'll be we'll be back back, back at it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so please do that, you know, get your, get your snacks together, get your bottle waters together, stretch before <laughs> you get out there. Yes. Um, you know, bring you some reading materials, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever you deem necessary for you yes. to be able to get out there and vote, get, out there and vote. get your mind right. Just know it's not going to be, you know, in most, in, in some cases it'll be easy, quick and easy, but in in some cases, depending on where you live, it's going to be a process and you just got to have your mind. That's the first thing, get in order. You get your mind right. This ain't going to be a cakewalk, no, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You If you think of voting in, in 2022, like you think of getting a COVID test or a COVID <laughs> shot, you know, there's a way. That's, yep. that's just where we are now. There's, there's mm-hmm. just going to be a way. But I like how you said it, Tracy, get your mind right. But remember, and this is the other thing I was watching um, the Henry Gates um, show where he goes back and he, it, he, you know, he has a celebrity and they go through their whole family history. And mm-hmm. so I was watching and they were talking about Anita Hill. So Anita Hill's great, 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 great grandfather had just, his slavery had just ended. Um, and despite all those obstacles that this man had had and this difficulty that he had had as a slave, um, he went and registered to vote. And, and when you stop and think about, I mean, you're looking at this man who had been enslaved all of his, his childhood, his, his adult life, you know, he's mid thirties, I think, and I could be making that part up, mm-hmm. but he still went to register to vote. So when I, as a black person, think about that and not just, not just, and that's just, this is the mistake I, I was telling Tracy, you know, we, we put a lot of emphasis in, and think that it's just, you know, black people that are being prohibited from voting. It's mm-hmm. Latinas, or Latinos. It is um, Native Americans. Mm-hmm. It's women. You know, women. We women haven't voted that long either, right? You know, it wasn't until the 1920s that women women had the right to vote. This is the one time mm-hmm. that you can go in that close that door and you can vote whatever you want. You can tell that husband that you voted whatever, you know, but he ain't got to know. You go in there mm-hmm. and you have to vote. What's going to be for the interest of you and your children? And I think that's something that women do is whatever action we, we think about, we think about not only how it affects us, but the long-term effect that it's gonna have for our children. And if you mm-hmm. are a mother, 
I cannot think of, there's so many reasons that you would need to vote in a manner that is going to be helpful to your kids in regards to the environment, in regards mm-hmm. to education. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, it just, it, it seems silly to me for you not to do to, in regards to healthcare that you're not voting, you're not just voting for you, but you're also voting for your children um, when you go into that voting booth. So please, 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 please register to vote. Um, tweet, as Tracy said, you don't have to send out a long letter. You could tweet something out to your representatives. Um, let them know that um, if they don't vote the way that you, that you, you know, feel represents you as a citizen, that you will not vote for them. <laughs> you know? <That's> okay. <laughs> You know, because I need to remind Tim Scott, I think I'm going to tweet him today. Definitely not voting for you this this next time around. Um, just letting you, I'm just letting you know, I'm putting this on the table right now. Right now. Um, uh, you know, continue to pose those things that will benefit me and I am not voting for you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tell I, them what you will tell. What you call it? I got a lot of friends and I'm telling them too. I, yep. So. And I tell them all so the time. Can, so he can't say, well, I ain't going to miss your vote. <laughs> My two hundred thousand friends, you gonna miss that. <laughs> so vote, register to vote, and and um, just understand that it, it's it, the struggle isn't over by no means. It, no, it, unfortunately, to be said, we were like babies, or some of this happened even before we were born, and we're still talking about the same thing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Does In fact, most of it happened before we were born. Um, but think, but if, but Tracy, put it in perspective. Just because Black folks got the right to vote in the '60s, mm-hmm. it's only been about 50 years. What right. makes you think it was going to be easy? <laughs> Ain't no. nobody going to give you anything. Mm-mm. So, so just so just remember that. It's so it, it doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means that it's not easy. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's not doable. Yep, it is very doable. It's very and doable. They, and I think the people that don't want us to vote know that it's doable. And our votes clearly are very powerful because they would not be going through all this because it's a lot of work for to stop us from, from getting to vote. So exactly. the vote is very powerful. That one little vote that we all have combined is very, very powerful. And that is why they are trying to stop us from voting because... Otherwise, if it, if it didn't make a difference, they would say, do whatever you want. We don't care. Give them the right to vote. We don't care. It, there, you, on, you hit it on the nail, Tracy, that, that, that is a reminder. So if you were like, you know, that eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. All the energy and effort that you go to to prevent people from voting indicates that this is a power that you need to have. Right. Use your power, people. Power to the people. V-O-T-E. Yeah. Vote. Yay. Um, and don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. So, okay, on another note. So we we have, okay, I'll say, I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to say Tracy. Oh. <laughs> Tracy has been, she has not been the biggest fan of Ben Crump, no. the attorney at law. I have um, not. I, I, well, and you know what? That's my fault. Based ignorance. I did not take the time to look and study up on him as Jabisa did. So <laughs> I am reformed. Um. I am reformed. I looked at I looked to him as an ambulance chaser, but Jabisa's gonna tell you exactly what the man is all about. So he he actually is not an ambulance chaser. Um, he has a a very legitimate um law firm in Florida, I believe that's correct. Um, if you go to his website, which I did, 
he has this quote up and I really do like that. It says, I believe in justice for all and especially for those without a voice who need our help the most. I thought, wow. Um, so he really is that person because you don't know who to go to. You know, I don't know too many lawyers. If something happens, I don't know where to go to. He's that person that, that may, and, and really he doesn't necessarily always go to, to you. Some people mm -hmm. ask him to contact you, contact them. But, um, but I'm getting ahead of myself, but he handles um, wrongful death cases. And that's the part that I was really confused. It's like, well, if he's not there to help them during the trial, what is his purpose? So he's gone to many of these, um, these cases where um, a black individual has been killed by a white police officer um, or a, a citizen um, in, in helping them file wrongful death suits which I didn't realize, but he also had, does trucking and vehicle accidents, civil rights lawyer, um, and a number of other things. But the thing that we know him for are, is the wrongful death um, cases that he's handled. So he has handled, he started off, um, well, I won't say started off, but the one that probably people know him for was the Trayvon Martin case. Mm -hmm. So he sued the Florida homeowners association for an undisclosed amount but it is believed that it's more than a million dollars so the the homeowners association initially i guess offered a million dollars and they're like no so it was more than a million dollars he also was there um to um his firm represented the michael brown family um they filed a wrongful death in uh 2015 the case resolved in 2017 and that family received an undisclosed amount but it's believed to be more than a million dollars um for george floyd they sued the city of minneapolis in the city of minneapolis um the settlement they came to was 27 million dollars um and then um brianna taylor um, her family sued the city of Louisville and the city of Louisville is responsible for um, $12 million in payment to that family. Now, these dollars amounts by no means makes up for the loss of those family members. And I, I, I'm just going to say it, I'm going to say it with, with certainty that they would give all that money back in a blink of an eye to have their family members. And yeah, their loved one. Yes. The loved ones. But um, one of the other things that he, he, another quote of his, he says he takes these, these, high, profile, these high profile cases um, because he realized that they will have an impact on the individual and their family, but they will have an impact on society and impact many people. And I think that's important. Um, one of the things that what he has done is that he has shown that these lives matter. These lives really do matter. You're just not going to arbitrarily kill black people and right. think that it's okay. Not is it not only is it not okay, but you we have to have some accountability for it. Right. And the accountability right. sometimes is in is is in compensation because in many of the cases, these officers who had committed the killings or these citizens that who had committed com killings were not um found guilty mm -hmm. so you know it's as if what they did was not wrong but somebody right. has to be responsible like you can't just come in while someone is sleeping 
knock on their door and kill her and think that it's really okay and nobody's going to pay for it. Or that it was it was an accident, my bad, my mistake. Like you, what you call? You can't even say that you, like you can't even do that to a dog because people Peter would be up in arms. So it's like a black life. What was my bad? Like it was something mm, inanimate. Yeah. Oops. It was a that, yes. It was a that, you, that was destroyed and and you're like oh well and you know and you keep I don't going. know but yes but I I agree with um attorney crump in that you know if no other if they don't think it wrong it's wrong and i think a lot of them still even after they have to pay these payouts for the lawsuits if you know the how they're if they're found in favor of the family right. they still might not think that it's wrong but they everybody understands litigation it's a universal yeah. language in this country you understand litigation even if you don't think what happened was wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. Right. If you get a, you know, they understand litigation. They understand having to pay some money out. Yeah. So I say good for you. Really good for him. Um, Real Mm -hmm. quick. He was born and raised in Lumberton, North Carolina, just up the street from us. Mm -hmm. Um, He got his um, undergraduate and law degree from Florida state. And that seems to be where he is based um, right now. And then he represented Trayvon Martin And I want to say, and don't quote me on this, but I want to say that when Michael Brown was shot, Trayvon Martin's father called him and asked him to contact Michael Brown's family. Um, So, you know, sometimes people reach out to him in hopes that he can help other people as well. So kudos, kudos to Ben Ben Crump. Please accept our apologies. They say when you know better, do better. So we know better. Exactly. Do better. So and yes, now we know better. Now we'll do better. Now we'll do better. We have no no problems going back and 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 um and correcting ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, our desire mm-hmm. is to learn. Is to learn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No shame to say, my bad, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um on a uh I don't even know if this is a sad note, Tracy. But I, I was I, thinking, um, how are we going to roll into this next one? Well, I follow Soledad, Soledad O'Brien um, on Twitter. And so Soledad has her own production company and, and a, um, a, her own show. And so she was tweeting out about this um, missing, Black and missing HBO special that she was a part of. And you know, I was reading the tweets and what have you, but I just, I didn't take the time to, to read it. Okay. The other part was, I didn't know we had HBO until recently. So I was like, oh my God, we have HBO. I was like, yes. Um, anyway, so I took the time to watch the Missing in Black um, HBO special. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's um, a little bit joyous. It's a, it's a lot of emotions, but what I did not know, Tracy, and I will say this, I remember watching the news, there was some white woman that was missing and they had all these, you know, pictures of her and constantly, you know, she's been missing so many days, this, you know, this big um, effort to find her. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, we don't have very many black people missing because you don't see it on the news. Like if there's a missing black person, we just don't see them on national news. You just don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when I was watching this special, I was flabbergasted to learn how many black people are missing on a regular basis, Tracy. So they, they provide some great statistics 
Um, if you don't, it's on HBO. It is called Black and Missing. It is um, been ex in existence for over 10, well, I think over 10 years, Tracy, is that what I said? Yeah, you said 10 years and I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know that they existed. One, I did not know that there was an organization um, solely committed to looking for missing um, black people. Exactly. So it's two, their sister-in-laws, her name is Damika and now their names are Damika Nallie Wilson. This is not their full-time job. This is something that they, they do um, as their mission, I guess is the best way to put mm -hmm. it. Um, one is a um, former investigator um, and the other sister worked in media. And I, I don't under, I don't remember the I don't remember in the story if they said the reason why they started doing it, but it's been mm -hmm. in, in existence for over 10 years. Um, but these are some of the stats that they shared. So there's 59 percent of um, 59 percent of the people that are missing are white folks. But included in that count is Latinos, which I thought was interesting. So they combined the Latino and the whites together. And that comes up with 59 percent. 37% of the people that are missing are Black people. And it's kind of that whole um, idea of, you know, we, we are 12 to 13% of the population on a good day if we all show up, but with 37% of the people that are missing, it's kind of like that prison phenomenon where, you know, like we're the majority of people in prison, but we're only like 12 to 13% of the population. Population, yeah. Um, and then there's um, 3% of... Um, it's about 3% of Asian and Native Americans that are missing. And that's a really, that's a area that, that I didn't know that people don't talk about. There are a lot of Native American women that just vanish into thin air and they don't know what's happening to them. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that, that they have been trying to do, or what they do is they try to get the name and the information of these young missing people out. And this is the other thing that I'm learning is that there are a number of people that are under the age, age of 18 that are missing, but there are a lot of adults that are missing. Um, please take a moment, if you don't mind, to, um, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, to follow them, Missing in Black, and they will list the, the various people, um, men and women, who are missing, and many of them are 25, 30, 32, 24, you know, they're adults. And so the police don't put a lot of effort into that because they're adults. And their thing is, you know, maybe they just didn't bother to contact you. Um, they're not runaways, so we don't look for them. If not, not runaways, they're simply missing. Mm -hmm. um, so they don't get the news coverage that, that, that um, white women get. There was a young man, Tracy, we were just talking about that from South Carolina, who's been missing in... Arizona. Right. I remember several that. Months, the young woman whose name I can't think, young white woman whose name I can't think of right now, got all this news play. We were hearing about her weeks going on and they finally found her. And then they had, they found her fiance. At the same time she was missing, this young black male has been missing in Arizona and they still have not found him. He's been missing since the summer. And, you know, his family, and that's what it comes down to is if you're over the age of 18, it is up to your, it really is your family that has to put forth the effort to get, get it for people to learn and hear about you as a missing individual. 
Um, but you know, we don't hear a story anymore. When he first went missing, we heard a story, but I couldn't tell you the last time that they said anything about that young man in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The father went down there. They, they hired a private investigator. Um, but you know, it, it, but we still don't know where he is. So, um, so it is a real issue in the black community. It just really is. And I, I, yeah. I feel so bad that I did not know. I just had, I had no clue. I really had no clue. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So um, we will have their, um, in fact, their, yeah, their um, webpage will be on our, um, on the little information on our um, podcast. <laughs> Please support them. Um, this is a, a nonprofit. These are two mothers. I mean, they have their own families and their own kids. Mm-hmm. They've been just working diligently and to do this. This is their their mission. This is truly their mission. So any donations that you can make to them, I'm sure will be greatly appreciated. Um, share this information with family and friends. Um, you know, tweet and retweet. You never know. It could be just a just the smallest yes. thing that can make a yep. difference. That's and, a small um, clue that you don't even think that's important that could make a difference. Can make a difference in the finding of um of a family member. And also watch the HBO special. It it was there were moments of where they had successes. Um they had one woman, she was in her 50s, and she realized that she had been taken. She figured out that she had been taken. And her and her sister end up finding each other after a number of years. And she says, don't ever give up. You know, don't, her, her sister said, I had always been looking for you. Um, and it was so sweet because when they showed the two of them together, you could clearly tell they were sisters. They, their sound mm-hmm. and voice sounded similar. They mm-hmm. looked the same. It was just a joyful re- reunion to see that happen. But, you know, she had been looking for her family um, and her sister had been looking for her. So, you know, that fact of don't ever give up. Um, but yeah, so please, when we put that out there, support, please support them. We would love for that number to come down from 37% to like five. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but that idea that we have so many um, young men and women who have left their homes, left their place of employment, um, left a family member from visiting and no one knows where they are. Um, it is, it is heartbreaking when you, it's, and it's scary. It's very scary to me. It's, it's incredibly scary. It is incredibly scary, Tracy, because we have, we have children, mm-hmm. we have children. So, you know, um, and with sex trafficking being such an issue, um, you know, you know, love them, love them, love them, but please support them. Take a moment, watch the HBO series, check out their website, um, you know, get on, you know, join them, follow them on Twitter or Instagram and support them, please. Um, it is unfortunately a need. And like I said, I'm hoping, you know, next year um, when we go back and look at these statistics that that number drops. Yes. That number drops. That's my, mm-hmm. my hope. And I'm have to say a prayer on that one. Um, now, Tracy and I are huge fans of CBS Sunday Morning. I've been watching CBS Sunday Morning for years and years and years and years and years and years. And years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I this particular Sunday morning I didn't watch it and Tracy did. So. I did, yes. Now I haven't been doing Jamisa's been doing it for years and years and years and years and years. I have I've been doing it maybe for the last six years. Uh, my sister actually um introduced it to me. I was um she was she had just relocated to South Carolina um from the Midwest and she watched it basically and I just sat down and watched it with her one day. I was like, oh my gosh, I, what, what has this been on my life? I loved it. And so so I have been a faithful um, viewer of um, CBS, um, what, Sunday morning, CBS Saturday, and 60 Minutes. Oh, I said so, 60 Minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. It is CBS Sunday morning. I apologize. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. But but she, you know, she watched all of them too. She, so she got me, you know, hooked on all of it. Mm-hmm. I think this one was, um, uh, this one was, uh, this was 60 minutes, Americans quitting their jobs, you know, because everywhere you go, you know, you see the signs like, you know, help wanted and, you know, they're always talking on television, there's a labor shortage and, yeah, and, you know, we um, were thinking that, you know, it's COVID, you know, it's a, it's a pandemic. And so that, that um, is a, a bunch, a lot of it. But um, in this story, it said Americans are quitting their jobs. Um, I guess the COVID, the pandemic had when you were sitting at home and had a chance to reevaluate your situation. People were thinking, "Gee, I'm not going to work in this job, and that's cool. I don't even like this job. I don't know. What, I could do something different. I could do something better." And so people are just not going back. Some of our um, leaders, our governor here said that's because of all of the government handouts that are being um, given to people, which is why they're not going back. But that's not the case because one, that stimulus check wasn't enough to last you for eight months or whatever. It's just not enough money. So it's not that people are just, you know, thinking about it. They have time. The pandemic has caused the entire world to, to take a minute and stop and reassess. And so people are like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't like this job. I can find something that really makes me happy, yeah. which, you know, wow. What a, what a concept. Yes. And then, um, you know, people are just taking a break. They're burnt out, you know, from working. And, you know, a lot of the places that they said that we're seeing a big, exodus of of workers is the medical field and I get that you know because you got a bunch of people being hard-headed and won't do what is right to get rid of the pandemic and it's a lot on them and and then hospitality workers and retail workers too because they're on the front lines and it's dangerous and again people are not being careful and it's like why am I gonna risk my life for this you know a little bit of money and no appreciation and, and that kind of thing so they're just you know doing things different um, but I, I think it's interesting, like you said, Governor McMaster's was one of those governors mm-hmm. that, that claimed that, you know, the, the small, the stimulus check was preventing, as you said, Tracy, people from working. Yeah. But now that there's still high, you know, there's still places that are lacking employers, you don't hear him saying anything about no. that now. So it wasn't like because, they were the last people of, of yeah. applying. Um, but the other thing that no one, I, I have yet to hear anyone say, Tracy, out mm-hmm. loud is that you had your you had a number of employees die. Yes, no they one did. They have a loud. no one saying that. There's a people have yes, and what is the number now? I 
lost track to be what was seven hundred thousand. Oh no! But I think the last time we did it was eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, there's over eight hundred thousand um, COVID deaths in this country, right? This country. So, in in the majority of them, I imagine, are people that were employed. So that's a you know to me that's a significant number, and then people too that are afraid to go back. Like if I go back, I'm gonna catch this and I'm gonna die because my coworker. Um, Jenny <laughs> doesn't want to mask up and don't want to get a vaccine, you know, and that's a, another thing. People are just, they're just re rethinking it. And, you know, I can, I can do something, but I can do something at home. People are, a lot of small businesses have gotten started. People, you know, yeah. that are taking a chance on trying, you know, something that they really want to do and they're happier at it. And uh, in a lot of cases, at least the ones that um, they talked about on the program, you know, they were finding success in in just changing it up a bit, doing what they really like, that it works for their schedules, like the flexibility. Most of us had like nine to five jobs or there's really no flexibility when you're working for yourself or doing something that you really want to do. You know, the schedule, it fits, your schedule fits you and your life. Yeah. And so. you do have that, that flexibility. And then, you know, the, just... For some people, it really wasn't always about the money. You know, it, so it wasn't, you know, I'm going to just be rich or what have you. I'm, I'm striving to, to be six figures. For them, it really, you know, many people were not six figures that have left the workforce. Correct. And, and, and not only were they not six figures and left the workforce, but they were unhappy when they were working. So it's like, okay, first of all, I ain't making no money. And I ain't I'm making no money and I'm miserable. Right. So, you know, why I stay. But going mm-hmm. back to the COVID deaths, there's 874,016 deaths um COVID deaths currently in the United and, States. So you say and, and counting that. And counting wow. because as of January 17th. And the other thing we have to take into account though is that that number is going to Tracy, I imagine by the end of 2022 we'll be at a million deaths. Oh we'll be at a million Jeez. deaths. Jeez. We'll be at a million oh. deaths by the end of 2022. But that's also that is also part of your labor shortages. You've had a number of people who who are no longer yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to be mindful of that. And we have to be honest about that. And that's the part that people don't want to talk about. You know, we're just not talking about those. Once again, we said, Tracy, last time, those family members who yes. have lost their spouse, their primary breadwinner, yes. who are missing their, their uncles, their sisters, their brothers, their fathers, what have you. We don't talk mm-hmm. about that. We don't. Those 800,000 plus people. Yes belong to somebody like they had a family that is missing them there's a void there that won't ever be filled won't be replaced you know mothers fathers children brothers sisters siblings i mean siblings that is brothers and sisters aunts uncles you know it's i don't know and employees you know (laughs) employees employees. you know they they they, you know many of them work someplace Mm -hmm. you know they held a job and so we don't but we don't talk nobody talks about the fact that you've had Mm -hmm. all these people who are are missing but yeah um i i totally get it for those who who have worked on the front lines whether it's retail or fast food or restaurants and um and and you know, you, at the end of the day, you're going to have to do what's best for you and your family. Right. If that means that you, you no longer working there, then you're just going to give up on that one and keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mad. You know, at the end of the day, I, I want people to be happy. Yep. I want people to be happy. And so speaking of happy, mm-hmm. 
If you don't know about Amanda Seals, please check her out. Um, <laughs> Amanda Seals has been around for a number of years. Um, I remember when she was a DJ on MTV and I've kind of, I, I don't think I follow her on Twitter, but I've kind of dabbed in and out of her Twitter and Instagram a couple of times. She's a quite opinionated uh, woman. Um, she was the young cat. She was the one that had the character on um, Insecure that was the AKA. And so uh, people were really coming for her. And she's like, this is a character. Uh, this is <laughs> it's like, I'm not even AKA. I'm just playing a character. Y'all y'all mad at the wrong chick. Um, but she's just, she's smart. She's intelligent. Um, she's funny. Um, and she's on a mission and mm -hmm. she has a, a podcast you know i think tracy we're gonna have to start promoting other people's podcasts mm -hmm. um, now of course amanda still doesn't realize this that we're we're just putting hers out there but she does a podcast called small doses mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it um you know she's um, provided some great information there's a little laughter um and, you know just a great sense of humor but if you haven't heard of amanda seals please check her out. I just thought she was delightful. Um, and, uh, and then Tracy and I had just talked about it. We were going to talk about her and she was on yesterday. She was on the Sunday uh, morning program. They interviewed her on there. And mm -hmm. I was happy. I was like, Oh, you don't know yep. this, but I was like really excited about you. Yes. <laughs> I said the same thing. I said, Oh, that should be girl. <laughs>
black beautician that was kind of there to help me guide me through and make some suggestions and what have you. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that was a time if you couldn't figure out what you needed for your own hair, you it's so sad, too bad. Yep. Um <laughs> you had to go in and know exactly what you were getting because they were not trying to help you out. No, they basically their job was to ring up your your items and get your money. But as far, you know, they make sure you didn't steal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. Um <laughs> But, um, but, but the, the, the care and concern of you as a, as a paying customer was not there. Um, Correct. And so I'm excited to have, to be able to go to a place in which the owners or the, the, the people working there have some knowledge about the products and can advise me or make suggestions. Um, and, and, and I appreciate that. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for them. I think it's a long time coming. Um, I'm thrilled that, that both of those businesses are opening. Um, and so I will go and support them right now. I don't need no hair products. So I finally (laughs) figured out after many years, when we went through the pandemic and we were shut down and everything was shut down and I was doing my own hair, watching too many YouTube videos, (laughs) way too many YouTube videos, and couldn't figure out why my hair wouldn't get like those. Everybody's hair on a video. I would do it, wake up in the morning and take it loose and look at her. And it's like, this is nowhere near what, what she's got. And I remember going back to my beautician thinking I had been doing such a good do- job taking care of my hair. And she's like, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I'll never forget. She said, basically, it was, was something like, if there's a shutdown again, she's going to send all her people with a little kit. Because... <laughs> It was so much work for her to get us back. Yeah, I gotta get work. y'all back up. It was too much. It was too much. I need. I'm like, you know, I was doing this and this and this. She's like, mm-hmm. no, that did not help. That did not help the cause. Say <laughs> so everything on the internet is not true. Yeah, yeah, I'm over there watching dozens and dozens of YouTube videos. Oh, That's oh so my funny. Gosh. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, so. Those are the two black businesses. Once again, support them, please. Okay. And ready for uh, a quote? I'm sure it's just some, in light of the holiday, this is what I came up with. We, what we need as the country, more equality, more hope, more humanity, more pride, more acceptance, and more love. Oh, you always come up with the best quotes. And I'm it's so- <laughs> <laughs> and again. Say it again. <laughs> what we need is more equality, more hope, more humanity, more pride, more acceptance, and more love. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. Enjoy the rest of your King holiday. And remember to just go out in your communities and do the best that you can do. Do what contribute the best way that you can. Oh, thank you so much, Tracy. That was absolutely great. I love your quotes. I don't know about you guys. She she comes up with the best quotes. All right, but we got to end with some music. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Play us out.